God bless you. You're about to listen to the voice of the eagle with Prophet Samuel Addison. Prophet Samuel Addison is an anointed servant by the will of God and is graced to operate in the fivefold ministry. As you listen to this tape, be ready to be caught up into unlimited levels of the spirit and soar unto greater heights. Enjoy the message. with Psalm 3 verse 7. Psalm 3 verse 7 this morning. Psalm 3 verse 7. If you can project it for us. And let us read together everybody. Arise. O Lord, save me. O my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. My God. Somebody say amen. So this morning, briefly, we are going to be talking about what happened when God arise. What happened when God arise. So the topic this morning is very simple. and But I believe that the topic itself is a nuclear weapon. Because I'm going to show you this morning that when God arrives, there are several things that must happen. And when we are talking about the rising of God, we are also talking about the presence of God. Somebody say amen. When we are talking about the rising of God, we are also talking about the glory of God. Somebody say amen. When we are talking about the rising of God, we are also talking about the manifestation of God. So when God arrives, several things begin to happen in our life. Number one, when God arrives, the Bible made us to understand that all our enemies must scatter. Hallelujah. Somebody say, when God arrives, all my enemies must scatter. Hallelujah. So I came to tell somebody this day, I don't know which enemy that has been pursuing you in 2022, but we came to put a stop to it this morning. Any enemy that is after you, after this service, we are decreeing and declaring they must scatter. Clap your hands, say scatter. Say scatter. Say every enemy fighting me, every enemy coming against me, every enemy attacking my family, every enemy attacking my ministry, every enemy attacking my business, scatter! Somebody say scatter! When I say enemy, say scatter! Enemy! 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 Enemy of your business, enemy of your ministry, enemy of your life, enemy of your marriage, enemy of your family. Say scatter one more time, scatter for the third time, scatter. Hallelujah. There is no enemy that can stand before the presence of God. When God arises, every enemy must scatter. I came to tell somebody today, I don't care the enemy in your family. I don't care the enemy in your life. I don't care the enemy in your school. I don't care the enemy in your business. But I came to declare prophetically that all enemies must they must scatter. They must scatter. They are not permitted to exist when God has arisen. 
No enemy is permitted to exist in your body. I don't know the enemy that is attacking your health, but that enemy must scatter. Somebody said that enemy must scatter. Number two. Number two. When God arises, your haters, your haters must flee. Did you hear that? When God arises, your haters must what? Flee. Can I tell you something? There is difference between your enemy and your haters. And read the Bible very well. In Psalm 68, he clearly declares, Psalm 68 verse 1, he clearly declares that when God arises, you know Psalm 68, is it 68? No, let me check it and be sure what I'm saying. Uh, Psalm, did I say Psalm? Alright, okay, I'm going to get the, the correct verse so that I don't put you in confusion. Psalm 68 verse 1. Alright, that's the right one. That's the one. I just want to be sure. Okay, so he said, let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let those also who hate him flee before him. So, what are we saying? We are saying there is difference between your enemies and your haters. Because your haters is not necessarily your enemy, but they are more than your enemy. <laughs> Did you hear that? Your haters are more than what? Your enemy. Now watch this. The Bible carefully tells us that when God arises, your enemies will scatter. Now hear this. When enemy is scattering, it simply means they are giving you space. So, take for example, we are all sitting here. And if I say, arise and scatter, it does not mean that I say, leave the room. All I said is, arise and scatter means give space. Move to another direction. Move to another corner. But you are still around. Is somebody hearing me? So your enemy might be scattering, but they have not left you. And that's why when you have an enemy, no matter how much you pray against them, they still come back again and try you. Because the more you are praying, the more they are scattering. But the scattering does not mean that they have left town. Number two, when God says that your haters must flee, it's simply because he, your haters are not permitted to be around. Flee means they must be out of sight. They must vanish. They must get away. They must disappear. Why is that important? Because your haters is those that are planning to kill you. You know, if somebody hates you, if you are not dead, they will not leave you alone. They will not rest. Haters are not necessarily enemy, but they are enemy plus. 
Because they don't just want you to exist, they want you to be uprooted. So God says, your enemy can scatter. Hear this, this is important. Your enemy can scatter. Why? Because as long as they are around, they can keep you on your knees. Because your enemy might necessarily not kill you, but he will make you to pray more. So God put it this way. He said, I will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Why? Because as long as your enemies are around, they are helping you to go from glory to glory. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I said, as long as your enemies are around, they are helping you to keep praying. They help to keep you on your knees. They help to make you to fast. They help to make you to come to church because you don't want them to defeat you. So they will always be there. In other words, your enemies never leave you. But your haters must flee. Somebody say amen. Your haters must what? Flee. Because your haters are there to make sure you are uprooted. They are here to stop the work of God. So who is a hater? Haman is a hater. Haman is not just the enemy of the children of Israel. Haman hates the children of Israel. So now this is how the Bible defines haters. Anybody that hates you want to kill you. And can I tell somebody this morning, I don't know who your haters is, but I came to declare to you that every haters must die. Somebody clap your hands and say, die, 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 die. Any hater in your life that doesn't want you to succeed, that doesn't want you to live, any hater in this region, any hater in this church, we declare them Today is your obituary. Every haters. Every haters. So, 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 man of God, listen. God said, let your enemy live so that there is somebody he can set a table before, but let your haters flee and disappear. In other words, may they never come back again. May they never see the light of day again. May they never survive again. I came to tell you, any hater in your family, any hater in your business, any hater in your ministry, any hater in your marriage, die! Clap your hand if I say hater, say die. Hater! Hater! In your family, in your ministry, in your business, in your children, haters in your education, haters in your church, haters, haters, every hater must die. Oh, man of God, we came for a serious business this morning because no hater is permitted to live in 2022. You didn't hear what I'm saying. No haters is permitted to survive, to see the day of life. In 2022, I came to release the mantle of victory. I came to release the mantle of favor. I came to release the mantle of blessing. Let God arise and let your haters die. Somebody say, all my haters must die. 
Operation dead for your haters. That's what we came to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? The Lord told me that if he can open my eyes and see how many people he has killed because of me, I will be shocked. If he can open my eyes. Man of God, you can't do what we are doing in Switzerland without having haters. We are talking about country where they have Hitler's as their neighbor. Did you hear what I'm saying? And Hitler is a hater of anything God. He's a hater of anything peace. He's a hater of anything good. So guess what? Imagine I went to Switzerland and I start to change some of their doctrine. I start to change it. We were talking about it on the breakfast meeting this morning. And one of the brothers in our church was sharing the testimony with us. That he has been in different churches. Until he come to our church. And he said in every other churches where he go. Where he go there. They are drinking. Even up to the leadership. They are drinking and smoking. And that even sometimes they will invite him, the leadership will invite him as a member to go and drink with them. Until he came to our church and we tell him that this is no go zone. In this church, thou shalt not touch alcohol. In this church, thou shalt not smoke. We believe in holiness. We believe in purity. We believe in serving the God Almighty. And he says, that shook him. Because all his life as a Christian, nobody have ever told him that what he's doing is a sin. And how do you preach to a community that believe in this kind of doctrine and you stand alone and you think you will not have haters? How do you preach in a community like that and you think you will not have haters? You will have many haters that want you dead, that want you out of the system, but I came to tell them God is bigger than man. Hey, I say God is bigger than man. God is more powerful than man. I prophesy to somebody all your haters must die. They must die. They must die. They must die. Number three, let's move. Let's move a bit forward. Am I blessing somebody already? Am I blessing somebody already? All your haters must die in the name of Jesus. Number three, when God arise, when God arise, when God arise, you are entering your promised land. When God arise, you are entering what? Your promised land. Anytime God arises in the midst of the children of Israel, something good is about to happen. I tell you, somebody, get ready. You are about to enter your promised land. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. I say get ready because God is arising on your behalf. I say you are about to enter your promised land. I say it's a time for you to enter your promised land. I say God is arising on your behalf. When God arises, no demon, no evil, no Satan can be able to stop you. You will enter that promised land. You will conquer the demon. You will conquer the giant. Even your enemies will be at peace with you. I came to tell somebody, God is arising on your behalf. I came to tell somebody, God is arising on 
your favor. I came to tell somebody, God is arising in your direction. Somebody said, let God arise. When God arises, you are ready to enter your promised land. You are ready. No giant can stop it. No enemy can stop it. No hater can stop it. When God arises, you are ready to enter your promised land. And God sent me as a messenger of good news to come and announce to you that your time to enter your promised land is now. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said your time to enter your promised land is now. Because God has arised. Hallelujah. God has arised. Because when God arises, whatever, what is a promised land? Promised land is a land that is flowing with milk and honey. What does that mean? It means that whatever you touch is blessed. Somebody say amen. Whatever you touch is what? Blessed. You know, when the disciples received the Holy Spirit, God arise on their behalf. And from that time forward, everything they touched was blessed. So much so that their handkerchief was blessed. Their clothes was blessed. Their shadow was blessed. Everything they touch is a miracle. Everything they touch is a blessing. Everything they touch is an open door. Because when God arise, you enter your promised land. And when you enter your promised land, nothing can stop your blessings. Every door you knock on shall be open. Even where they say nobody can enter, when you enter there, the blessing of the Lord is there. I've been watching the ministry of the servant of God, Prophet Addison. He has been traveling all over the nations. And during the pandemic, Holy Spirit laid in his heart to start invading Ghana with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he has been invading every part of Ghana. And sometimes when you look at on Facebook and you see the crowd and you are asking yourself, is this man not the one that is headquarters in Accra? How come he go to one village and when he go there, people have gathered in their number because when God arrives, you will enter your promised land and anything you touch is blessed. Your going out is blessed. Your coming in is blessed. Your ministry is blessed. Everything you touch is When God arises, hallelujah, when God arises, whatever you touch is blessed. You can touch his car and you get healed. Because when God arises, oh, you are arguing with me. Let's check the man called Obey Edom. The man called Obey Edom, the Bible tells us that when God arises in his house, because he saw the ark of the covenant and he saw it abandoned somewhere and obey don't say wait a minute I know the importance of the presence of God let me go and bring this ark to my family and obey don't brought the ark into his house and the bible says that everything in his house was blessed because when God arrived even your cat your dog 
your me and your moo, your qua qua qua, all of them are blessed. Ah, I don't know who I'm speaking to. God is about to bless you. God is about to embarrass you with a blessing. God is about to take you to the next level. Grab your hands and let God arise. Am I blessing somebody this morning? When God arrives, nothing is permitted to come against you. When God arrives, everything you do is blessing. Even your enemies, the Bible said they will be at peace with you. Even your enemies, they will be at peace with you. They will watch you eat on that table that is set before you. They will come as a living witness. Can you imagine all the enemies? Oh my God. I, I, I shouldn't go there, but I will go there. I shouldn't go there, but I will go there. Can you imagine all the enemies of Prophet Williams for all these 14 years? Can you imagine what they have been talking about? Can you imagine what they have been saying? They will look at him and they will laugh. <laughs> but behind him, they are talking. But ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you that it's too late because God have arrived. Hey, let God arise. Let God arise. Man of God, what they didn't know is that the reason why God allowed it to get to 14 years is because 14 is a number of double perfection. You didn't hear what I just said. Because God wanted to wait for all the enemy to spread the news all around the world so that every eye will be on you. And so when God arrives, the good news will reach all of them. I came to announce to somebody stop crying over a split milk because God is arising on your behalf. I came to announce to somebody let your enemies speak. Let them talk because God will arise on your behalf. Somebody say let God arise. Be seated. I'm closing. Be seated. Be seated. I'm closing. I'm closing. Do you know? Do you know? That, that struggle you are in now and you have come for prayer several times and it looks like nothing is working. Do you know that it's deliberate? Do you know that God purposely allowed it so? Because God wants the time he will celebrate you, more people will hear about you. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, God wants when it's about to lift you, the whole world will hear about you. Man of God, there is one incident that happened in Switzerland. When our church started, we were only three years old. And all hell break loose. All hell, literally, break loose over our ministry. And then I ask God, I say, God, what is happening? You call me into ministry. I have accepted the call in Switzerland. How come you, I receive so much attack? I receive so much attack to the level that almost 80% of our members left. 80%. So we were left with 20. So I was asking God, what is going on? And I was asking God, if you did not call me, 
in case you flash me and I mistakenly answer the call, please let me go back to Ghana because I can do better in Ghana. But don't let me stay here and disgrace myself. Tell me now if you are not the one that called me so that I can go back. And the Lord says, shut up. I am the one that called you. I am the one that start up the whole fight. You didn't hear what I'm saying. I am going somewhere listening to me. God said, I am the one that stirred up the whole fight. The reason is that there is no other way you can be popular in Switzerland until I do some extraordinary things. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. There is no way people can hear the gospel until I do some extraordinary things. So God said, I stirred up the fight so that when I do it, they will know that this is not ordinary. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. God said to me, John, don't worry about what is happening because as of this time, everybody is now talking. I have become the talk of the town. And everybody's message is that the man is going down. That African man, he just came and he think he can just do whatever he like in our country. He's going down. The man will not survive. The man will not make it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the testimony. As of the time this devil was attacking us, we were meeting in one room that we were renting and paying weekly. And we were struggling to gather the money to pay. And that was when the devil came and attacked us and reduced our member to 20%. Now watch this. When the talk go around the country, then that was when the Lord told me, he said, John, get ready because I'm about to bless you with a building of one point something million U.S. dollars. And then I asked the Lord, like Mary, I said, how can this be? Because in my human mind, I have seen that my ministry in the physical is going down. People are living. Tight is reducing. Offering is reducing. People are reducing. How can this be? So God said, watch me. And see how I will do it. And the Lord said to me, I have arise. I have arise. I have arise on your behalf. I don't need any man to bless you when I arise. I don't need anybody to do anything when I arise. When I arise, impossibility becomes possible. When I arise, I turn the situation around. When I arise, I open doors that nobody can open. When I arise, I lift you higher beyond human imagination. When I arise, I bless you exceedingly, abundantly, above whatever you can think or ask for. When I arise, seek, get healed. When I arrive, the deaf ear open. When I arrive, every deaf ear shall be open. Somebody say, let God arise. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I don't have time, I have to go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that one with God 
is what? Maturity. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, if God is on your side, who can be against you? I said, who can battle with the Lord? When God arrives, every enemy must scatter. So God said, watch how I will do it. So the Lord told me, he said, get ready, John. Put on your clothes. Go and talk to the owner of the building that they are selling for one point something million. I arrived there. I sat down nicely and I began to negotiate with the owner of the building. And finally, we come in agreement, one point something million. And he said, go and pay the money. And I, I said to God, I don't have, you, you and I know that both home and abroad, there is no money. And the Lord says, and the Lord says, why are you worried? When I feed the 5,000 without nothing, where were you? Why are you worried? When I raise the dead, where were you? Why are you worried? When I turn the fishes that was not in the ocean to appear in the ocean, after Peter have thought all night, where were you? The Lord said, don't worry. The same way I do those miracles, the same way I will do it again. I am the same yesterday. I am the same today. I am the same forever. The same God never changed. It's the same Jesus. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I say it's the same Jesus. It's the same Jesus yesterday. It's the same Jesus today. It's the same Jesus forever. If he do it before, he can do it again. Somebody said, let God arise. And, and, the, and the Lord said, John, I didn't tell you that the negotiation is over. You only agreed on the amount. But the negotiation is not over. So go back to the negotiation table with the man. And I said, what am I going to do this time? He said, when you get there, tell the man that the money will be paid in instrumental. Tell the man that this year you will pay a certain amount. Next year, you will pay another amount. The third year, you will pay another amount. And then I call God into a personal meeting. And I say to God, don't you know I'm dealing with Swiss, not Africa. We are not in Mokola market. So I call God into a personal meeting. And I say to God, I'm dealing with Swiss. Once there is an agreement, they expect you to abide by the agreement. God said, you are dealing with Swiss, but me, I'm dealing with kingdom. God said, in the kingdom, we don't do business with money. We do business with faith. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. God said, in the kingdom, we don't do business with money. We do business with prayer. God said, in the kingdom, we don't do business with money. We do business with sacrifice. I came to tell somebody, God is arising in your situation. Somebody said, let God arise. Did you hear that? Now watch this. I'm ending the testimony quickly because of time. So I'm cutting off a lot of things. So the Lord said, go back to the negotiation table and tell the man what I told you about the instrumental payment. So I went there and I told the man. The man said, listen, 
Do you know that before you came, there were Muslims that came with cash and more than the amount you are negotiating with me and they want to pay it immediately. But I sense, because he didn't know that it was the Holy Spirit working in him. So he said, I sense that I should give the building to you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, I don't know what you are expecting God to do for you. But I came to tell you that God Almighty have decided in your favor that no matter how hard that situation is, you will get that thing. If it is marriage, you get ready. You are getting married this year. If it is baby, get ready. You are having your own children this year. If it is financial breakthrough, get ready. The door is opening this year. Clap your hands and let God arise. I told you, when God arrives, you are entering your promised land. Your promised land is a place of blessing. Somebody say, I receive it. Man of God, here is what happened. When we agreed, I should pay instrumental. <laughs> I didn't have the money. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. Zero plus zero is zero. Brother, zero plus zero is zero. You don't have it, you don't have it. I didn't have the money. So, I went to God and I said, God, they have agreed that we should pay instrumental. Where is the money? And God said, now, the next place you have to go is no more to them. The next place you have to go is to the church. And I said, to which church? 20%. God said, go to them and announce it publicly. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. The best way to defeat your enemy is to confront them. Oh, you didn't hear. Enemy you did not confront, you can never defeat. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I don't know what you are afraid of, but your fear is about to crumble down. Because after this meeting, you will go and you will walk majestically and you will confront all your enemies because the Egyptian that you see today, you shall see them no more. Hey! My God, there is a miracle that is about to hit you and your family in this season. And no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no ear written in the heart of man. What God has prepared for those that love him. Somebody say, let God arise. So I confronted the church because... As of this time, the church think I'm crazy because nobody have membership from 100% to 80% that is still talking about buying a building of one point something million. So, I confronted the church and then I preached a message about buying a building. That was my message that Sunday. I preached a message about buying a building. And ladies and gentlemen, behold, when I finish preaching that message, I personally want to run away. Because, okay, what do you do if you are preaching to people that you know they have stone in their hand to stone you? 
Oh, you can see it in the spirit, man of God. What do you do when you are preaching to people that think, since you are crazy, let us crucify you. Let us kill you so that you get out of the way. Because at this point of time, what we should be talking about is not how to buy a building. At this point of time, we should be talking about how do we get back some of the members that have left. So the Lord said to me, tell them we are buying a building and tell them the amount. And then when I told them after the service, I was running out of the door. And one couple that was never looking like they have money stopped me. And I said, hey, this Sunday too, I want to run away. This couple now have come to stop me. So I wanted to excuse myself and the Holy Spirit said, no. Your assignment is to minister to the people in every condition. It doesn't matter if you yourself are depressed. Your assignment is to minister to them because they are first, you are second in the line of the ministry. And if you're going to succeed, those people there are your sources. So I, I ask them, the first thing I ask them, is there anything wrong with my message? Because me too, I didn't believe in the message I preached. Oh, you didn't hear this, what I just said. I said, me too, I didn't believe in the message I preached. Because I know that the people I'm talking to cannot do anything to help. And the lady and the husband said, we have been a Christian for so many years. But we have never had a powerful message like this before. I was looking at who they are talking about. Because me, I thought that that was the worst message I have ever preached. How can you come to church and all you are quoting is building? Where is it written in the Bible? Building chapter 1 verse building chapter 2. Building chapter 3 verse building chapter 4. Where is it written in the Bible? All I preached that day was building. So they said that is the highest preaching they have ever had. And they said, but not only that. The Lord ministered to them as I was preaching to give me 300,000. Man of God, if there was an usher behind me, I would have fallen under them. Because, because I couldn't believe my eyes that they were talking about me. So they said, the Lord said they should give me 300,000 because I said I needed money to buy a building. And when I recover, <laughs> oh, you didn't hear what I said. There is a kind of blessing that when he hits you, you need time to recover from the blessing. I said, when I recover, I I tell them, how can I receive the money? They say, no, why you, we are still waiting for you to give us an answer. The Holy Spirit said we should increase it with 200,000. So now we are giving you half a million. Hey! Hey! I came to tell you, when God arrives, you are entering your promised land. Hallelujah. Wait, 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 wait. I, 
I was struggling to preach this message because I know it will take off my time. I know, I know. But watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm, 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 I'm about to go. Man of God will help me to complete it. I'm about to go. I'm about to go. Now watch this, watch this. When they gave me the money, the half a million, and they left that day from church, the same week, people start calling my phone. The people that were not in the church, and I'm telling you to the glory of God, the people I'm talking about are Swiss people. The African in the church, their money is in Africa. So I'm talking about Swiss people. So, so, so when they left, when they left, my phone started ringing. And when I picked the phone, somebody will say, are you Pastor Sego? I say, yeah, yeah, I am. He said, we just heard that there's a preaching you preached last Sunday. It was very powerful. And as of this time, we don't have internet. We were not screaming. We were not screaming live, so we don't have internet. So he said, I heard somebody just told me, called me on phone and told me that there was a preaching you preached last Sunday. The message was so powerful. So the Holy Spirit said, I should give 50000 to support the building. Another person will ring my phone. He said, the Holy Spirit said, I should give 10000 to support the building. Another person will ladies and gentlemen, to me, between that Sunday and the next Sunday, we have raised 800,000. These are true life testimonies. So when, when you come to that building and you see what, that is a miracle. That building, when you enter, it showed there was a man of God I brought to that building, a prophet of God. And as he entered the building, and I told him, you know how we men of God normally do. After you have shown the person the whole building, you will tell the person, now bless the building. He said, man of God, let me need that. Let you bless me. He said, bless which building? He said, do you know what I'm suffering? God used you to do something like this. And you come and show me and say, which blessing remain? You are a walking blessing. Hey, I came to tell somebody. From today, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord open doors. May the Lord lift you higher. May the Lord anoint you. May the Lord empower you. Clap your hands and let God arise. Keep standing, everybody. Keep standing. We are done. We are done. We are done. We are done. I have not run out of word, but I've run out of time. We are done. We are done. But I came to tell you today, God Almighty is going to bless you dangerously. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, I said, God Almighty is going to do what? Bless you dangerously. Get ready for a dangerous blessing. Get ready for overtaking anointing. Get ready for overtaking our blessing. Listen, you are here this morning. The Holy Spirit said to me, prophetically, there are a couple of you, you are not so many, but there are a couple of you, at least 10 of you, and you have serious project at hand. You have serious project. Some of you, you are building. You are building. Some of you, you, are, you just bought a land and you are paying for it. Some of you, it's a business that you have started. And you, you say, God, what this man is talking is not just a word. What this man is talking is practicality. I preached for Mama Francisca last Wednesday and Mama Francisca called me on Thursday and said, man of God, the crowd that gathered in my place just said that the thing what they love about your ministry is you are preaching practicality. You are not preaching theory. What you are saying is what you have lived. And so the anointing is real. 
I said the anointing is re he said people can literally feel the anointing because it's just coming out of the written can I tell you something if God can do it for me in a country called Switzerland one of the hardest country a country you are not allowed to talk about money if you take more than one offering in a Sunday may God help you if they don't kill you that day that is the country we are talking about and if God can do that for me to break that ground and not only that we are today building in many places around the world I came to tell somebody that project that project, that project, God Almighty is about to complete it. That church building, God is about to complete it. That house building, God is about to complete it. That marriage, God is about to complete it. That children issue, God is about to complete it. Whatever thing you are believing God for, God is about to complete it. Hear the prophetic word and I'm gone. I'm going to pray for you. If you are here, we believe you have been blessed by this message. Kindly contact us on telephone numbers plus 233 244 694 299 or 0247 641 502. Our email address is samprof.nk at yahoo.com. That is S A M P R O P H N K at yahoo.com. Our Facebook handle is www.facebook.samuel Addison prof sam addison or visit our website www.prophetsamueladdison.org visit www.amazon.com to purchase these books by prophet samuel addison keep the fire burning tell no one your secret is your power discovering the secret to the top why do you need power dealing with success killers and many more you can also get copies of these books from any bookshop near you god richly bless you you. Oh,